This is Womanhood. Welcome to Womanhood, a podcast created to empower and give voice to all women's experiences, which are typically stigmatized and silenced in society. I'm your host, Mimi Healy. Today on the Womanhood podcast, I have our wonderful Swedish guest named Ulrika Ulis Carlson, who is a yoga teacher and yoga therapist. She has over 30 years of experience in teaching yoga and helping people deal with stress. She was a physiotherapist and yoga teacher before turning to yoga and yoga therapy. She talks about her struggles with depression and suicide and how yoga helped to heal her mental illness and well-being. She is the author of two books. One is titled 2.47am, The Journey Home to My Heart, and a new book which is coming out this next week called Holy Fuck Sacred Water. I am so excited to have Ulrika on the podcast today because I think it is important to remember to find techniques and ways to relax and release stress at this time with COVID-19 and a lot of the injustice happening in the world, especially in America. Ulrika gives great advice on how to de-stress and she brings up a lot about women's sexuality and pleasure and how that can lead to a more fulfilled whole life. It is so important to remember to take time for yourself to rejuvenate and be energized to help yourself so that you can help other people and fight for this revolution that's happening against injustice. Ulrika is sitting outside, so you might hear some birds or kids in the background just as a note, and thank you so much for listening. and I'm from Stockholm, Sweden, and I'm an international author. I work as a yoga teacher and yoga therapist, and I'm also a spiritual teacher and a soul coach. So this is what I do, and this is what I guide with, mostly women with to, to get more spiritual and to increase their consciousness and to open their hearts. That's mainly my job. 12 years ago, I was really stressed out. Mm. I was depressed and burnout, and I also was suicidal. And mm. so the yoga that I'm practicing and that I'm teaching now, that I hold courses or educations in, is a kind of a yoga form that I developed myself in my 28 years of studying different holistic perspectives. So it's a yoga form for empaths, yoga for highly mm. sensitive people, and it's very soft, very feminine, and yet very powerful. Mm. So it, it has been literally 
saving my life. How did you develop that practice and like what led you to yoga? You said that, you know, 10 to 12 years ago you were suffering from depression and how did how did yoga find you or how did you find yoga? So I I was a yoga teacher before I got sick. Then I did a lot of um, Ashtanga yoga, which is a very masculine form of yoga, very um, much focus on the asanas, the positions. And for me, I also had eating disorders. So this kind of yoga was for me very good because then I could burn calories. But it wasn't good. It wasn't good for my soul and being burnout. And when you are too much in the the masculine energy, the young energy, which is fire. So if you're already burned out and then you add more fire to the body, then you become like depleted or burned out. Mm. So, uh, so I was actually already a yoga teacher, but then when I got really, really sick and I, I couldn't sleep at nights and I was so stressed all the time, I had cognitive um, impairment as well, you know, I couldn't remember or, yeah, everything was just a mess really. And I was wondering every day if I, if this was the day that I was going to commit suicide. So, and, and I, for the record also, I need to tell you that every night I had, I was only sleeping 15 minutes per night. So I fell asleep like 2.32 a.m. in the mornings and then I wake again I woke up again at 2.47 a.m. and every night I was being murdered and slaughtered and tortured in my dreams so I woke up you know with a scream every night 2.47 and that's my first book going from mental illness and being suicidal so my book is called 2.47 a.m. the journey home to my heart Mm. and then so after having like this, you know, for many, many years, decades, I was so depleted. And one day I I had another dream in these 15 minutes that I wasn't uh, being murdered in the dream. I, actually, I was like levitating and I was out in the Swedish archipelago, which is so beautiful. And in the dream, it was like I was levitating and it was very powerful. And then in the morning when I woke up, I had a link in my email and then it was a friend of mine. She knew that I was depressed and I had sleeping disorders, eating disorders, and that I was burnout. And she said, oh, here's some kind of yoga for depressed and burnout people. And so mm. I connected with the man uh, in the link and then he said that there's one more spot for for the yoga course, uh, the yoga teacher training program, becoming a yoga therapist. Mm. And I said, well, I don't have the money because I was burnt out. And um, here in Sweden, we have a very good welfare system. It it takes care of us when we're sick, but I had been sick so long, so I I didn't have any money. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, well, just, you know, reserve your spot and the money will work itself out. And so I did. And I started on a short course with him, like 10 weeks. And then I discovered that I need to, I need to continue this, this deep education to, 
become a yoga therapist. And so just like that, I got the exact the same amount of money from the Swedish government back, like as a tax, uh-huh. tax refund. So it was covering the costs to studying to become a yoga teacher and yoga therapist. And here in this like two years of teacher training, I, I could discern some, I noticed some changes in my mood, like going from total black to, <laughs> to gray shapes, to gray, gray mm. shades. And yeah. I, I could see like the lights in the tunnel. And so the yoga that I was practicing was more soft that was on the market, but it was still very masculine. So I, I continued to study um, yoga and I've been studying yoga before, so 28 years. Uh, and the yoga that was out on the market was too harsh. It was too heavy and too much in the young, in the mm-hmm. masculine energy when you are burnt out. So I, since I'm a physiotherapist uh, in, or earlier than, than I became a yoga teacher, so I, I actually tested and invented this kind of yoga that I now practice, which is really really on holistic approach and has nothing to do with the asanas but more with to connect with i do a kind of hormone yoga for laps and sensualities so where we women connect with our yonis which mm-hmm. is the vagina <laughs> and we connect with with the the ovaries and the adrenals and thyroid mm. so i so it was due to my own experience of being sick and depressed and alongside with many many years of studying different disciplines both western medicine and also alternative medicine so i developed this kind of yoga which which i now teach others so it's a combination of breath sounds and movement so it's also included with with sounds where okay. you tune into these different organs and and hormone systems. So it's really, really, it is the most potent uh, yoga form that I've ever, you know, experienced. And I've been doing them all. I've been doing the uh, Ashtanga yoga, Power yoga, Bikram yoga, Yin yoga, Hatha yoga, and this mm-hmm. kind of yoga. It's so, it's so subtle and so feminine, and yet it's so, so uh, empowering. Yeah, I saw on your website that you also work with like chakra balancing and um, Ayurvedic wisdom and the doshas. How does that play into your yoga practice? It is also very good because uh, it doesn't matter if I'm a woman or a man. We are. We both need the feminine and the masculine essences. We all have them. It's the yin and yang. The whole, everything in nature consists of yin and yang. The polarities in life, you know, like sun and moon, day and night, man and woman. So we have it regardless of gender. And many of us, and I know also you guys in America, we are too much in the ascending flow, too much in the young energy where we always need to be the good girls or performing or we need to be productive and effective we overthink we're way too much in the ascending flow 
and that leaves us women really dry. So we become, even our cells, they dry out, and our yonis, our vaginas, and female organs. So that's why we also become, you know, depressed and burnout. You can even hear it by the name that it's too much fire, too mm -hmm. much fire consuming. So when we also work with the chakra and you are working with the polarities of the feminine and masculine, it's, it is really, really beautiful. And if I'm imbalanced, then I take this, this imbalance out to the outer world. And from this energy, I transmit energy. So, so I, I am contributing to, to create an imbalanced world if, I'm, if I am imbalanced. So that's why it's so important that all the change needs to start from each and one of us. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. How have you seen this transformation in people through the yoga that you've taught? Yes, I can mention a little, like... Um, Nearly three years ago, I was conducting a teacher training here in in Sweden for highly sensitive people, and so they came all over Sweden to come to my. I had a studio at the time, mm. and the week before we were going to gather, I had, you know, I felt really moody and I was so restless and I was like aggravated. I felt frustrated and I didn't know, you know. I didn't know what this mood came from because I felt really fine, really. Mm. But then this weekend uh, on the education, we were to work on the sexual chakra. That is the second chakra and it's connected with water. The element is water for the second chakra. And when we started to work on our sensuality, on our sexuality with these women, then I realized that what I had felt the whole week was actually my clients' feelings. They were so irritated, so annoyed. And then, because I've already read about this, you know, during my many years of studying holistic disciplines, so I mentally and logically, I understood it. But to see, to really, really see and experience how this young energy really affected all these women and their sexuality and their, their life, their everyday life, because sexuality is also equal to creativity and life force. And if the life force is, you know, burning up, obviously you're going to be tired and you're going to be depleted or exhausted, burnouts, <laughs> frustrated, whatever. Mm -hmm. So then I realized, oh my God, there is so much, there is so much connected with our sexuality. And for us as women, you know, we we have the ability to create children in our bodies. Our bodies are designed for creating life. Mm. And it was devastating to see these women that they were so dried up. All the juiciness, it was gone. There was no, no juiciness, no water left in the second chakra. Mm. And then I connected to my teacher, to my teacher, and I... I said to her, listen, I really, really want to dive deeper into sacred sexuality and combine it with shamanism and spirituality. So do we have any programs? And she had just started a program called Reclaim Your Priestesshood. So I entered this program. I just signed up, you know, you know, at the mm -hmm. instant I heard about it, I signed up. 
and then two or three days later the hell broke loose because that was the starting of the me too campaign so i had also felt all these uh, accumulated feelings in in women you know globally Mm -hmm. and collectively if we tap into that and i don't know how it was in your country but here in sweden the me too campaign was huge it was massive Mm -hmm. i don't know anybody who has not been sexually assaulted or traumatized Mm -hmm. in some way one way or another Mm -hmm. and and here is the thing in the yogic perspective everything is stored within the body until you are willing to heal it and to release it Mm-hmm. So everything from this lifetime that you have been through, you know, maybe you've been bullied at school, maybe you, you had a different um, separation from your parents or your husband or beloved ones, maybe you have been sick, and all these things that we have not expressed, all these emotions that haven't been fully expressed or acknowledged, they're stored in the body. Mm-hmm. And they affect our life force, our mentality, our sexuality, and our whole life. Mm-hmm. So, basically, what it comes down to is the importance of clearing out unresolved traumas and unresolved stress, unresolved emotions, really. And in the yogic perspective, it's not only in this lifetime, because the yogic perspective believes that we are pure energy we are energy beings mm-hmm. and energy never dies energy just transforms and take another form other shape mm-hmm. so even though if i i die my body die but the energy that is my soul will continue to live on mm-hmm. so within our bodies we, we you know we have generations of race generations of suffering, generation of wars mm-hmm. that we haven't faced, transformed or met. Mm-hmm. So I took the program with my teacher for like two years and I was studying to become a priestess, a kini, a sexual healer and when I do this also combined with the yoga that I that I have developed and tuned into so it's so powerful and just to see when women when we are you know stepping into our true essence the 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 love and the power that we all have within us but is buried you know beneath generations and generations of imprints or how to behave or how to be Mm-hmm. And every culture has their own, you know, rules on how you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to look. Mm-hmm. Like many of us women, we try to fix our appearances, we fix our boobs, we fix our lips. <laughs> but that's not the problem. The problem is not there. The problem is that we are looking for the wrong things in the wrong places. Because everything that I'm looking for, all the things that I'm longing for in life is within me. But it's buried we are ruled by 95% of unconscious or subconscious in the subconscious mind. Mm. This means that we not only inherit, you know, our parents' eye color or hair color or, you know, traits, we also inherit 
unconscious programs going on. Mm -hmm. And then we think that we live consciously and we make conscious choices. But maybe it's like, you know, so for me as an instance, I had so many programs in myself, so it made me burnout because I never felt that I was good enough. I always felt stressed. I always felt that I needed to, you know, look good or be good or to mm -hmm. be in a certain way to to adapt and to fit in. So I had to face all these programs and it's not always a nice journey. It's not always a bliss when you do yoga this mm -hmm. deep that, that I work with my clients because you need to face all your fears. You need to face everything that is hidden and transform these hidden fears into conscious gems. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So tell me about your new book. Congratulations on your book, which is called Holy Fuck Sacred Water. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Yes, um, thank you for asking me. So the yeah. book's title is <laughs> Holy Fuck and Sacred Water and the Secret Connections to Everything. Because in my, in my own experience, it's been like I've been both the researcher, you know, making experience, and I've also been the observer, but I've also been doing all these experiments through my own body, in my body. Mm. So, and in this journey of mine, I've discovered things that I'm sure that we all know of, because nothing is new, but we have forgotten. And so this book is really connecting us back into what we already know deep inside, beneath all these layers from the unconscious or subconscious mind, the 95% of us. So it's uh, activating our DNA, this book, and it also explains why it is so important to activate the, the sacredness of sexuality. Because also today it's so common that we in this society we have you know the ability and possibility to watch porn mm -hmm. every day if we want to and there's so much horrible and hardcore porn out there so there's many people young people that are disturbed and distorted by this view upon sexuality so we have lost the sacredness the holiness and it's like if i don't feel well if i feel separated or if i feel isolated or if I feel that you know nobody really sees me or understands me or loves me so it's like a big inner hole it's a big inner emptiness and then I try to fill this with I don't know you know new kitchens or porn or medications or drugs whatever that I'm looking for in the outside world trying to fill my inner world mm. But I need to feel my illusion of separation, my illusion of separation from source, my illusion of separation from self or others. I need to fill it with myself. No substances or substitutes can fill the inner hole. No drugs, no medications, no porn abuse, no, nothing can fill the inner hole. So you need you need to fill the hole with yourself so you can heal and become whole. 
mm-hmm. holy. We are all holy beings. And so if, if I have a distorted view upon myself and my body and my sexuality, how can I, you know, work functionally in a, in a relationship? Mm-hmm. If, if I have all these wounds and accumulated stress or unresolved traumas in my energy systems and I am not even aware of it because it resides within the 95% that I cannot see, understand or grasp, how do I know? Mm-hmm. So, and, and you know, different people have different stretch- strategies to navigate themselves through everyday life. And um, so, so the sacred sexuality has actually lost its sacredness. This book is about bringing back the sacredness, the holiness into each and one of us, because we are all holy. We are whole. Mm-hmm. We just have the illusion of being <laughs> separated from source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that sounds um, that sounds amazing. I'm I'm really looking forward to. Uh, you know, reading that book and uh, doing some of that kind of exploration, but what are some ways that you would recommend that someone, you know, kind of become whole again and tap into that 95%? Thank you for asking. Yes, uh, as the title is telling, it's Holy Fuck and Sacred Water and the Sacred Connections to Everything. So, I, as a human being, I contain of 80% or around 70 to 80%, it depends on what books you're studying, of water, right? Mm -hmm. So we are, you know, a lot of water in our systems. And that's, water is related to, as I told you, the second chakra, the sexual chakra, our sexuality. And it also includes blood. And all sorts of fluids within the body is related to the water. And if I have these thoughts imagine that a thought is going on in my neurons and so it creates this spark this ignition and then this spark this ignition from my neurons firing when I have a thought it travels in my inner water right it travels Mm -hmm. through my blood and in my water in my energetical being so this means that every thought that I have consciously or unconsciously is making ripples in my water, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I have, just to put it basically, I have inherited polluted water. My water is polluted by the way we live here in the Western, Western countries, mm-hmm. that we have so many stressful lives. So I might take medicines for, you know, releasing my stress or to be able to sleep. And then I pee out these medicines. It goes straight out into the toilet and then it's recycled. So we drink this polluted water. Okay. It's everywhere. You know, so we drink it. It's, it's like the nature recycles water and we drink the pollution of the water and every thought that is being negative, every thought that is not in balance between the feminine or the masculine, every thought about I am not being good enough, every thought about separation, that that is, you know, the blacks against the whites or men against women, mm-hmm. all of these thoughts is contributing to polluting the inner water. Mm. So my best tip 
is actually to read the book and then to connect with me and my co-author and we could navigate you to to clear and to cleanse your inner water mm. and with the second chakra it's also associated with emotions and emotions means emotions it's like energy moving energy that is supposed to move mm. so when we in western world when we don't express how we feel we suppress our emotions we suppress you know being angry or being sad so then we are also polluting the water mm. so we basically we need to clear out all the accumulated emotions that we haven't fully expressed since you know it's not appropriate or it's too much or you know we have all mm. these different kind of programs that are going on in our collective mind on how you should behave mm -hmm. right so yeah. so our inner water is polluted and how can i be free if, if my water is polluted Definitely. so first i need to release it and then i need to clear it out and then when my water is clear from there i can have new thoughts new mm -hmm. behaviors new actions a new life mm. does it make sense Yes, definitely, definitely. And this is how we change the world. I cannot change the world outside of me mm. because it starts within me. If I come from a, a, a space of balance and peace, this is what I radiate. Mm. Mm -hmm. And if I come from a place full of imbalances, being maybe too much in the in so I've written three books. The first book was my 247 AM, The Journey Home to My Heart. And that is written to be an inspirational source for people that are suffering from mental illness or, and only to let them know that there is a way out, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like this. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote a book about embracing feminine leadership and mm -hmm. the feminine leadership has for thousands of years been suppressed and the feminine leadership we all have it as i told you it doesn't matter if i'm a man or a woman because we all have it but the feminine leadership has been so suppressed and what is more we have been in the unconscious energies of the feminine and the unconscious energies of the masculine mm. and this means that so the unconscious programs that are going on in the feminine and the masculine essence, we need to increase the conscious. So we are in the conscious feminine essence, which is about the heart, which is about, you know, loving unconditionally. And it starts with me because how can I love anybody unconditionally if I don't love myself unconditionally with all my stretch marks or my, you know, <laughs> my body or my, you know, mm -hmm. so, and we are not taught this because we are taught in Western society, we are taught and experienced that love is conditional. If you do this for me, I do this for you. Tell me you love me and then I'll tell you I love you. Tell me that you will never leave me. That is an unconscious feminine. Mm. And then we also need the conscious masculine, which is clarity, a high vision. What is good not only for me but for the collective okay so these are the obstacles these are the you know fears that we might 
want to just you know transform and this is the direction we're taking and it's the the higher consciousness which is for for the collective not just me oh this is good for me then i'll get more money i'll get more fame i'll get more statues mm-hmm. whatever because that is the very unconscious uh, masculine and if we look on the world today how it is with all these drive for money uh, you know being mm-hmm. fame or uh, you know yeah successful it is the unconscious aspect one one way of the unconscious aspect of the masculine and just look like in your society and in my society what are we really you know promoting and and celebrating we are celebrating the strive we mm-hmm. want to move forward we want to be good problem solvers we want to have more money bigger houses bigger cars bigger breasts whatever mm-hmm. definitely and it's it's all connected too what are some tips or advice that you would give to people um, to de-stress or find relaxation through yoga and through some of the techniques that you use? So basically it is to connect with the feminine. And the feminine energy is the energy of Gaia, of Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. It is more slowly. So I really, really recommend everybody to be out more in nature. You know, like we are not even supposed to live in the big cities that we have because we are we are shut down we are cut off from nature and this also means if i'm cut off or shut down from nature i'm also shut down and cut off from myself mm-hmm. so we need to connect with the descending flow of the feminine we need to connect with our own bodies again we, we need to feel everything that is hidden in the bodies to be free we need to be out more in nature and to relax more, which mm-hmm. is not so easy if we have, you know, a stressed mind is a monkey mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, we are here as spiritual beings to enjoy. We are here to experience infinite possibilities, but we cannot do that if we're busy all the time, busy making money, busy working on the perfect body, busy on the perfect relationship, because it is just illusions. It doesn't exist. It's just distorted perceptions on what we think is the reality. Basically, we are living in the Matrix, like in the Matrix movie. (laughs) Mm. So we need to plug out from the Matrix, and we need to reconnect with ourselves and with nature and with our hearts. That is the only way, because we don't live in a sustainable way. We don't live in a sustainable way for ourselves or for Gaia, this this planet that we all live upon, that is our home. We mm-hmm. don't treat her in a sustainable way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need to go back to nature, back to simplicity, to do less. Less is more. These, you know, old sayings, less is really more. Mm-hmm. Mm. And to slow down our monkey mind, to connect with our hearts and to move and work with the the descending the manifesting flow to connect with ourselves and our bodies that's the only way 
Mm-hmm. We have we have been in the ascending flow for you know thousands of years. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really great to be reminded of that. And where can people find your books? Like, is there? I know you have a website. If you'd like to, um, you know, plug in that that website or where we can find your books. Thank you, Mimi. Yes. So my international website is www.ulliscarlson.com. That is U double L I S K A R L double S O N. And with this book, The Holy Fuck Sacred Water and Sacred Connections to Everything, it's being launched in two weeks. So then the website, it's not up and running yet, but it will be by then. So it is www.reactivated embodiment. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yeah. Thank you, Mimi. Thank you. Yeah.